Hello, Lady Gang. Guess what? March is Women's History Month. That's right. Right now, you can join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during the month of March. That's right. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. This is awesome, folks. If you have a lady in your life of any age, you want them to have all the opportunities for success and happiness, right? Be the change you want to see in the world. Plus, you can shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Again, that's Macy's.com slash purpose and happy Women's History Month. You go, girl. Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Well, what is this? Welcome to the Lady Gang. That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here. Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lady Gang. I'm Becca Tobin here with Jack Fanick and Kelty Knight. Uh, uh. Oh. What was that? Did you just <laughs> have an so, You guys. Wait. It, I actually need to talk about something. <laughs> what? So when Dr. Diamond, doc, you obviously saw on the iTunes. Dr. Diamond's what, coming. Dr. Diamond. Dr. Jason Diamond is here. Dr. But before, before we get started, we need to talk about Jack and I's experience visiting Kelty after, right after she came out of un, under anesthesia. Yes. Came out from under anesthesia? What do was you, how coming do you say out that? from anesthesia. I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. As the anesthesia was, was waking up. <laughs> was waking up from surge. So we walk in there. And um, she's loopy as loopy as loopy. loopy. And she's looking at us. And then Dr. And she's like, do I look beautiful yet? Do I Her look eyes are like Gigi Hadid? Glazed over. Yeah, she's crazy. And then Dr. Diamond walks in, who is a very handsome man. Very and handsome. he comes to check on her. And she just kept grabbing his face and his arm. And she's like, how hot is Dr. Diamond? How handsome is Dr. Diamond? And he's just like taking her hand, like putting it down gently. He's like, you're doing great. Just rest, you know, just rest. <laughs> she t- completely sexually harassed yeah, him. Yeah, you definitely hundred percent. And we talk about it when he comes to talk to us later in this episode. But I needed. I realized when we were talking about right, it, people might not know. Yeah, they didn't see the the level at which you harassed him. It's like peak level Kelty. Like if you ever <laughs> was like, we're like, I wonder like what Kelty would be like, like up on Novocaine or something like that. Like, it's exactly yeah. what you think it is. Yeah. Like, 100%. you did not disappoint yeah. whatsoever. The, the honesty came out. We yeah. were walking out of the hospital. This is this can be my good week, right? No, it could just be a story. Okay, yeah. fine. So we're walking out of the front door oh, of the God. hospital. She's in a wheelchair. She's brought sunglasses, and she's wrapped a scarf around she's her She's brought face. her own sunglasses and scarf like she's famous. And she <laughs> looks at someone. She goes, take a picture. It'll last longer. <laughs> On the street, some poor person just staring at this. In Beverly Hills. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was honestly a great experience. I'm glad I was there. All right. Well, <laughs> you're going to hear more about it. Okay. On that note, it's time for... Good week. Yes, it is. Bad week. Oh, no. Who wants to go first? Me. I have big news. Oh, wow. oh. Bad news, Becca Tobin. The muffler, your invention oh, yeah. to... It's real. It exists that- already. 
fucking weird website Wish that comes up on Facebook. <laughs> the weird things I, that pop up on Wish is, is I don't know who's making this. Kevin O'Leary, I'm upset with him. No, Kevin O'Leary missed the slept out. out. Slept but on do the you muffler. Think, I think the muffler might might have always existed. We just didn't know. It was like deep on the dark web of China. I right. I saw a muffler panty and it has extra padding in it, and then there's like a little cloud, which I think means it masks the fart. Then. On top of that, I found a male muffler, like with a pe- like a penis. It's hole? a it's the male underwear, and it scents your balls. But here's the thing: scents your oh, balls. Like makes your balls smell good. Yep. I feel like like having a scent, like a perfume on the ball, has got to <laughs> not ball. be good for the ball. <laughs> I hope it's like organic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's like you know it's not. It's two dollars. They're going to be sterile. I know. That's, anyway, that's going to kill the sperm. So. Well, I'm- it's over. Yeah, it's over. Good week. So my brother in his house in Canada has always had this basement. And I think there's something about like a boy basement that's like really weird. Yeah. Like, you know, when you were in high school and like the boys always like went down to the basement to play oh, games I hate or whatever. A like yeah. a boy basement, is it smells weird. There's like weird things in it. There's always like a bad couch. Yeah. Yeah. No one has basements in California. But right. No, we don't people, have basements. Yeah. Thank in God. Canada, people or have basements. Addicts. Yeah. We don't yep. have anything. So my brother has this basement it? and oh. he had like such a weird... You know, I was always like, oh, you're so lame. Like, no one's going to want to marry you. You have, like, a basement full of games. <laughs> so he's got, like, a dartboard. He's got, like, all these different things and, like, a big couch and big TV whatever. So my brother found on, like, the Canadian version of Craigslist, Big Bug Hunter. Do you know what, what is that it? is? Big I Buck. just played Big Bug Hunter this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like did. PETA does not like this. So yeah, you it, literally just it's a giant arcade game yeah. with a gun. Yeah. And the, the horses or the elk or whatever come out and you shoot them and... Anyway, so he was like, do you want to play Big Buck Hunter? And I was like, I haven't eaten meat since the eighth grade. Like, I'm not. Yeah, of course I want to play. So I played. <laughs> Guess who was the worst at Big Buck Hunter ever? You? <laughs> Me. Guess who was the best? My mom. My mom could have been a marksman. No way. She was. Sheila was shooting up the bucks. That's amazing. She got so many bonus rounds. Anyway. I am so excited to go back to Canada next time because now I know Big Bunk Hunter is there and it's really fucking fun. It's, it's everywhere. I played it in Dallas. You don't have to go to Canada to play it. <laughs> no, I bet we could find you. you could, a, there's an arcade probably in a few mile radius from here. You could play. I Big love Hunter. Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> I want to play it all the time. That's Jack? amazing. Uh, my mom is also a ringer in games. It's kind of terrifying. Maybe all moms are like that. Okay. Mm. I have a by proxy bad week turned Ooh. into a good week. Ooh, okay. And this happened... Okay. A few months ago, and I just realized that I never talked about it, but one of our lady gangers on her Facebook group was talking about a really bad experience that she had. She went to Target. This guy was parked next to her. Mm-hmm. He was exposing himself. Like, his dick was out. Gross. Really inappropriate. And Jealous. He, she, he was, like, looking at her really creepy. She went into Target. She came back, and there was semen, like, all over her car. So he jacked off on her car. Disgusting. She tried, or she went to go report it. They found who the guy was. No through whatever and they're like yeah yeah yeah. it was the same guy that was oh wait and then he followed her to a starbucks so he's like following her around which is like super she must be gorgeous i don't know but so she's (laughs) like well do i she's like do i turn him in she like posted about facebook she's like i'm really like like this is weird she's like i'm really traumatized from it this guy was following me around after like exposing himself yeah anyways she ended up reporting it and then after she reported it all these other girls reported him and he got arrested so good for you good for reporting him yeah because those are the kind of people that end up escalating and doing bad things so i just wanted to give her props because i thought it was great 
That is, you I won't be able to it. tell that story on the first degree later because you saved it. Oh, no. she did save it. Well, it is scary though because no, those are the actually, type of guys that end yeah. up like the yeah. peeping toms, and then yeah. they start groping people, and then yeah. they start like, yeah, yeah, gets bad. But okay. I thought it good for you, girl, because a lot of times it's like hard to report shit like that. So I, I like that. Okay, I'm into it. I mean, I would think you have to report it when someone's jizz is on your window. <laughs> it's gross it's so you disgusting. can't let that go no. exposing i could see people being like what am i going to do the cops are going to be like i'm dealing with a drug bust down the street i can't come yeah. um, put to that penis away yeah whipping his but yeah out. but the come Legit, on the car you gotta do it's gross and following her around yeah good for you girl i'm sorry that happened to you i'm sorry that's really brutal <laughs> yeah um okay so my good week bad week is also all in one. The good part of my week is that I felt a UTI coming on on a Sunday mm. last weekend. And I was like, mother fucker, of course it's Sunday. Of course I, and I'm not going to an urgent care. Like, mm-hmm. kill me. I could be waiting seven hours. Mm-hmm. So I like do some Googling and I find there's like an on-demand doctor. Oh God. All you have to do is go on the website and take a picture of yourself with your photo ID, mm-hmm. like side by side to prove it's you. You fill out your symptoms and within 20 minutes, they've called in a prescription for your UTI. Oh, I literally used this this morning. It's What's it called? amazing. Well, it's an, uh, I used an app called Plush Care. No, mine was different. And you talk to a doctor. You can make an appointment. Like I woke up this morning. I was like, I definitely have a UTI. And I like an hour later was on the Skype with a doctor and she was like, Hey, and I was like, it's me again. <laughs> it's amazing. And they already called in the prescription. I didn't have to go to the urgent care. Oh, yeah. I well, love that. Here Here's where it turned into a bad week. Oh, God. I was so confident. Like, I was like, I don't need to see a doctor to have them tell me how it's to use a, medication. Oh, oh, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, it's not my first well, was rodeo. Was it a pill or was it a free pill? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I pick up the prescription and I remember on the chat him saying something along the lines of five days, take Mm -hmm. it for five days. You'll be good. Mm -hmm. I'm like, great. So I pick up my prescription. I throw away the pamphlet that it comes with. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm ready to roll. And I start taking it and I take it once a day for five days. Mm -hmm. Then I realize there's more than, there's more than five pills in there. And I'm like, Oh, this is amazing. And they also, not only are they on demand, they give you extra. (laughs) Right. So save it for next UTI. Yeah. Next time. And then I was like, I'm still not feeling amazing. And then I looked to be like three pills a day. It was supposed to be two pills a day. And and I got and to day four. Becca. I'm, I'm still fighting it. Oh. But what kind of an idiot? Like, I really got so cocky about my, like, UTI. You know, I've been around the block. I know about you this, just men. read the bottle. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm such a moron. Like, why didn't I just, <laughs> I just read, read the, the bottle? bottle? Also, who picks up a bottle and doesn't realize that it's 10 pills versus five? Like, You're that's, so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> God is you know who else is pretty? Dr. Diamond. And he always makes us pretty. Now back to the Lady Gang. Our guest today is a world-renowned plastic surgeon who is not only responsible for my new chin and how fabulous <laughs> I look now and why everyone asked me if I lost weight, he's also responsible for helping thousands of other stars look fresh as f- He's been featured on shows like Dr. 90210 and Netflix's Celebrity Plastic Surgeons, and he's treated everyone from Chrissy Teigen to Kim K. And those are the only the ones we can tell you about because they posted on Instagram. There's lots of secret people who won't admit that they get treated by him. 
shame. We are, all, we are all born as special, little, beautiful snowflakes, ladies and gentlemen, but we can always be special or er with a little filler. Everything from facelifts to noses to lasers and skincare, Dr. Diamond does it all, and he's the best in the business. And he's here in his scrubs today because he just operated. Please welcome to the Lady Gang, Dr. Diamond. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe you came. To our show after, I just want to, like, I'm going to start it like, off. get My, you a man that can one. do both, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> number one, formal apology on what happened on Lady Gang TV from Kelty. Oh, you mean when you were hitting on him? <laughs> Time's up, Kelty. I yeah. don't remember that, actually. You don't? I he, don't. He blocked it out. It camera. was so bad. Probably because it happens to you all, all, the time. all the time. Do you notice? I don't notice. Like, I, I just, you Were know, for you... me, it's all business, but, sure. you know, Tammy and the girls will tell me, like, things happen, <laughs> but I don't really pay, pay much now, attention to it. Were you hot growing up? He's a professional. I know he's a professional, but my question is, okay, there's, sorry, there's well, like, I, were you always this hot? No, my question is, we have okay. bets on if you were hot growing up. Here's why we do. The answer is no. Because uh, no, there's a guy that I went to high school with, Corey Huco. Oh Corey God. was wow, a to throw se- him under the bus. Corey was a seven. No one dated him in high school or junior high. No one wanted to go to prom with this guy. He went on. He went to doctor school he medical school a, <laughs> medical school Doctors. he became a chiropractor now i look at his facebook with his wife and his family and i was like oh, chiropractors Corey, don't have to go to medical you, school well whatever anyway i was like you were hotter than i thought you turned out great were you like that well i think that they say that like the md increases it's, yeah. your standing yeah, yeah. on the sure. one to ten scale like yeah. three points i think that was the situation it was yeah. <laughs> okay also you're just yeah. like too nice yeah, to have been so hot nice. like you know yeah it's got like the kind of dorky like nice awesome personality <laughs> dor- dork. Did she just call well, me I, dork? I don't mean dorky i just mean you're smart <laughs> smart well like you're dorky enough that i trust you to open up my face <laughs> yeah you're not like a hot douchebag yeah. you know i'll, I'll you take it as a compliment i'll take this Thing. No, you There's don't look no at bro. Dr. Diamond and think he could have been out popping bottles at the club. Right. Is he too hungover to inject yeah. my face? Right. Yeah, and that was not me. But no, I didn't have my first girlfriend till <laughs> probably 17, 18. Oh, okay. And it was and it was sort of like somebody I settled for. I hope she's not listening. But like, like <laughs> oh I couldn't, I like, like I couldn't, <laughs> like I couldn't get the you girlfriend that I really wanted. Right, you, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and that didn't happen till you know late twenties. But now you could. But you have any well, I'm, I'm now. But. And this is the thing that, <laughs> listen, we, we're going to talk about your work. But first, I just want to talk about your social media. So one of the things that, like, I love about you is that, well, it's also nauseating, is you're so talented, you're so good, you're successful, and then your family is so cute. I know. You like, do you're like, oh, we're just family. in to- Tahoe making s'mores. God damn yeah. it. My, it's my favorite thing to do is spend time with the kids. Aww. You know, like, that's, and, and we talk about this all the time. It's really hard to balance sure. the work mm-hmm. and the kids. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel very fortunate that I realized some time ago, maybe six years ago, driving home from work, I realized how fast it's already gone. Yeah. So I feel very lucky that I've realized that. Like, I'm not going to be someone who looks back when the kids are out to college and be like, where did it all go? Right. I missed it all. I, I may have missed, like, I didn't really pay attention to it maybe the first three or four years. Yeah. but. When my older kid was five and the younger one was three or something like that or two, I realized one day, like, holy crap, where did this time go? And I made that decision at that time. I remember driving home going, I'm going to, I'm going to try every single day to do everything with them. And Tammy, I'll tell you, like, I'm almost over the top with it. Like, I don't want to miss 
anything, Aww. even practices. Like I, I'll even we'll even shut down early just so I can go to a practice, not even a, never mind a game, um, because I just realized like I, I just it'll be so sad to me when they're gone, and if I've missed it all, I'll be yeah. like just want to kill myself. That means you have an amazing wife, because if you were my husband, I'd be like get back into that penthouse <laughs> and inject more faces. We, we need, need more money. money. That's so funny. <laughs> it's kind of true. Your wife is a doctor too, right? She is a doctor. Yeah. What kind of a doctor is she? That's so well, odd. she's got two board certifications: pediatrics and internal medicine. But she hasn't practiced those in probably 12 or 15 years. She started doing cosmetic lasers in the office 11 or 12 years, and she's become like a laser expert. So oh, okay. most, most people have you know nurses doing lasers and things like that, PAs, but she's a double board certified doctor doing them. So, so, so it's the highest too. level. Yeah. 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 We just had a guest on that was talking about the magic of lasers. I'm a believer. I'm I wasn't, a believer. I wasn't before. <laughs> I need a lasers laser. Lasers are, yeah, they're great. I mean, I do them on myself. They're great. I mean, for the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess, you know. Okay. Let's continue and I'd talk about why you're, <laughs> why you're actually here. Um, Dr. Diamond, how do you feel about the results of my face? You look awesome. I can't believe... It's it's actually it's actually better than I expected. I'm a little it to chubby, be. like not chubby, but like a little bloated right now because the Fourth of July. I've been eating a lot of gluten, you know. But like when I really eat properly, it snatches right up. No, it looks so good. Honestly, it's better than I expected it to be, especially yeah. given the the damage we were dealing with. Do you remember? <laughs> no, this is this is what Kelsey great. was f***ed up. <laughs> well, you had done too many things. So I yeah. had done. No, I'll be honest. Now that it's we're talking about it on our pod, not the TV. Right. So I did. First, I did the Botox where they put the Botox on uh-huh. your thing to like your stop bands. it from pulling. The bands. The bands. Then I did the cool sculpting. Then I did the Kybella. Then I went to Dr. Diamond. He was like, nope. <laughs> How old did you I say her neck this. was? Like 60? Yeah, he's like, you have the neck of a 65 year Oh, it was definitely, yeah, definitely up there. Yeah. What exactly did you do? Yeah. So we did. Do you remember? I do remember. Oh. Yeah. Because you get asked about it all the time. And I did the same exact procedure today on an actress. <laughs> like, same no, exact I procedure today. you do it all the okay. time? <laughs> um, I, I do a lot of these. I mean, since yours, I've probably, how long ago was that? Two months? Three we months? did at Christmas. I mean, right, since that, 18. I've probably done 50 of them. I mean, we do a lot, but, uh, but I remember yours very well, of course. Um, She's we did what we call the inappropriateness of her. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no Tammy's yeah, in the corner laughing partially. so much because she remembers it. Yeah. yeah. Partially. Well, also we filmed it for television, which was like a little different than your normal. Yeah. Day. Yeah. And we do some of that, but I, I just, how can I forget you? I yeah. mean, come on. Okay. So, forget this really neck. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> we did the minimally invasive neck lift. This is a, it's a very specialized neck lift procedure that we have developed for this type of purpose. Yes. It's not something you can read about or Google because it's not a – no one will understand what that means. It's not like looking up facelift or right. chin implant or rhinoplasty. This is a, my method of of tightening up the, me- the neck in a very minimally invasive way. And so that's what we did, yep. and um, and it actually worked out perfect for you. Yeah. All I have <clears throat> is I have two little baby yeah. scars behind my ears and see the one little – Little dot. Barely dot. Yeah. Right. We're only going to laser that at some point. Right. So, so that was the minimally invasive neck, but yeah. we also did facial sculpting as which well, was which is a big component. And that was my signature method of of contouring and sculpting a face. Yeah. And it's the it's and so we did that as well. And I I forgot about that, but that's yeah, yeah we did do that too. And because that, I remember when you first came, I first came. Dr. Diamond said, well, you know, you'd be a great candidate for a chin implant because I have, like, a little bit of a receipty chin, but we didn't have time. It was about to be award season. Yeah. And I was, like, kind of scared, to be honest. Now I would go full into it because I understand that 
importance of a chin. But if you've never done anything to your chin before, you're like, I don't want a chin. Like, but, weird. Yeah. Then do you, you put still, the chin, it looks amazing. Do you still do a lot of chin implants with the filler now? I do a lot of facial sculpting. I do a lot of chin projection with facial sculpting. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot with facial implants as well. It just depends on what somebody's goals and motivations are. For right. somebody who wants the best result that's going to be permanent, oh, it's a chin implant. Yeah. Right. If for someone who's like, I need to look good tonight or tomorrow, then it's facial sculpting. Right. You know. Wow. I have a question. So my grandmother had a facelift. Young at that time, it was considered pretty young, like in her sixties. But she had a whole like theory on doing it younger. Is that what you should be doing? Because now I feel like people are doing facelifts young. They, yeah, they are. People are the average age of a facelift patient. I'd say when I started in you know roughly two thousand, the average age of a facelift patient was probably close to sixty. I would say. Now, 20 years later, the average age is probably around 50, meaning mm. a lot of people younger than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, so it's gone down probably 10 years, the average. So a lot of people in their early 40s, mid-40s. Yeah. Uh, and people always ask me, what's the right age? I, my answer is the right age to do it is when whatever your issue is bothers you enough that it's really affecting your self-confidence. That's the right age to do it. And and you made a comment that I don't do facelifts under 40. I actually have done uh, a number of them as young as 30 for someone with big weight loss sure, and, sure. and, yeah, oh, and yeah, some yeah, in their yeah. mid 30s. Um, so it just depends on the right. person, but it's when your issue bothers you. If a facelift is the only appropriate fix, then then that's the time to do it when you're when you can't look in the mirror anymore without being right. really aware of the issues that bother you. Is it so weird to take someone's face off and put it back on? You know, it's it, it would you be just like take it off like a mask. No, they do. Don't they like take pull the whole it down thing off? and then do the muscles and then put the face back it, on? It right? depends what procedure we're doing, but yes. part of a facelift oh. is lifting the skin up and tightening the underlying muscles and and pulling the skin What do you do with back. the muscles? We, you cut them. Uh, sometimes we cut them. the The analogy I think that's most accurate is more visual, but I'll show you and you can describe mm-hmm. it, or I'll try and describe it. But it's kind of like. If your sock is snug down like this and I'm wearing long mm-hmm. yeah. s- socks, that's kind of like what an aging underlying muscle is. And what we do is we just kind of do that. Up. I'm snugging it up now. Mm-hmm. That's what we do with the muscles. So the muscles kind of sit here. They We just kind of snug them up like that. And there's – oops. And it will go to where it wants to go. And then you know you've got the right tension on it. And that's what we do. So we're just sort of – And then you tie them and up And then there? we tie it up there. Oh. We'll cut some off. And so whatever we oh. need – it's different techniques for different – people in different amounts. I of, didn't know that you can move muscles around. Yes. I always just thought a facelift was just the tightening skin. your skin. That's no, that, the skin is the old school method. Oh. That's how, you know, it's a simple little old school method. But the problem with that is they don't last as long and they can give some pretty unnatural, what we call windswept looks where the skin gets these weird diagonal streaks yes. in them, almost yeah. like yeah, a yeah. Nike yeah. sign. Yeah. Right. That's from tightening the skin and not tightening the muscles underneath. I've seen so Whoa. many of those. What yeah. do you think uh, our generation... Our group, everyone's talking about the threads. What do you think, bro? Threads have been around forever. If you, I, I, I and it's I, back. I, and I'm sort of an, I, I'm, I'm an actually an expert on this topic because I was one of the first people to ever do them back in 2002. Wow. And so if I, I don't want to bore everybody, but I can go through the whole history of it. But the, <laughs> but the point is, they've been around since about 2002. They are nothing new. Um, but what happens is, every couple of years. They get rebranded. It's new right. company because a new company will buy them and repackage them and rebrand them, or some doctor will all of a sudden start Instagramming and talking about it. And they get one influencer talking about. It. Next thing you know, everyone's asking about the threads. It happens every couple of years, but these were really big. They came out in about 2002, and I was one of I think five doctors in LA using it because you had it. You had to 
learn how to do it and they wouldn't sell to anybody. And I happened to be one of the, I learned it from one of the few people who was doing it. And so I was able to do it back in 2002. In 2005, it opened up to everybody. They called the contour thread lift and it was huge. They spent a billion dollars on marketing. It seemed mm-hmm. it was on every morning show and on every ad and at the meetings, everyone was talking about the thread lift. And so from about 2005 to 2006, it, every doctor on every corner was doing it. I probably did a hundred, 120 of them over that year wow. span. What happened was there were a lot of problems with it. A lot of, after about a year, you start to see the problems. Very few people got a result that lasted more than a few months. Very few. Some did, but very few. I'd say 80% of people's result disappeared in a few months. But more importantly, like one side would fall and the other would. It, 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 there were a lot of issues with it. So what happened was as fast as that thing took off, it plummeted it and died. It just mm-hmm. tanked. And then you didn't hear about it again. It just sort of went under. You didn't hear about it again. And then in like 2010, yeah. some co- it got rebranded, different sure. company, and all of a sudden everyone's talking about the threads again. And it's like, well, we just went through this, and then it was real popular, just not for a year, maybe for three months, and then it you never heard about it again. Then in 2016, another doctor promoted it, and a couple celebrities talked about it. You heard about it, you heard about it, heard about it, gone. And now all of a sudden, it's bad. It's, bad. Bad. It's, it's, it's the same story. So- I do them for very certain circumstances. It can give you a nice little tightening for a very short period of time, but I would tell most people, I'd say probably 80 to 90% of people's results are gone in six weeks. There are a very small number of people where they'll be like, yeah, I think in four or five months I still see it. Wow. Wow. So so the thing is, it's a way overhyped procedure. It's very limited in what it can do. Um, there are some circumstances where it can give some benefit, but as long as the person understands limitations, right. then they might be it's happy. It's not going to be it. like a facelift. It's not a yeah. facelift. It's not even as good as facial sculpting. It's not as powerful as facial sculpting, <laughs> wow. um, or other in office procedures. I have a question for all the women who are really afraid of injectables, like the fillers and the Botox. It, is there any reason we should be afraid? Like my biggest fear with the filler is like it's a slippery slope and I've seen a lot of actresses go crazy and now their faces are almost like lumpy because well, and well the, and also like puffy and I get I'm like how does puffy where do you and lumpy go where it makes you puffy? Yeah, and, and that's all in understanding where to put it. Right. And my and and I will tell you so I developed this technique I call facial sculpting years ago and that was born out of me being a facial implant expert. I happen to make my own facial implants, cheek implants, jaw implants, chin implants, and put them in, and I know exactly where to put those surgically. So from the surgeries I learned, this is how I want to do my facial sculpting to do the non-surgical techniques. So it, so the technique is designed to not, do the exact opposite. If somebody's too puffy, this will make them look less puffy. So your question, why do people look puffy? It's just put in the wrong place. Right. And, and I and I would submit to every. I would submit to you that a lot of providers are, are still are putting the filler in the wrong place. We see people every week who come in a real puffy in certain areas, and they said, "Yeah, I just had injections there two weeks ago," and I'm thinking that's the wrong place. That that's an expected result. You're supposed you will look puffy if you inject in those areas. And so I think it's just a function of where it's being placed. Yeah. 
Well, that's what people get scared about because you see people like that that have gotten so many fillers in the wrong spots because their in- injectors don't know what the hell they're it's, doing. It's, yeah. yeah, it's when it's injected in the wrong spots. And I will also <laughs> tell you that put in the right place, the way I've designed facial sculpting, honestly, you couldn't even overdo it. Like you, you almost couldn't overdo it because when it's in the right spots – I mean, you'd you'd have to really try hard to overdo it to right. make somebody look weird. You, right, right, you know, right. it's really hard to make it not look good. Right. right. And but that's you, the thing is, like, when someone has it done well, you can't really tell. You're just like, God, you're that like, person's you look gorgeous. Young. Yeah. yeah, like, I would never know you. Ha- I mean, I, I, I didn't even remember you did it. Looking at you, it looks totally natural. I know. I remember my first red carpet after the surgery uh, was, like, Career's Choice or something during award season. And, like, everyone was like, oh, my God. Weren't people at, like, people were asking people Becca. Asking they're like, Kelty looks incredible. What did she do? And yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. I just got my whole chin sucked out. <laughs> and then my facial sculpt. I got a who new face. You're listening to The Lady Gang. Okay. What is your most requested face? And what is your most popular procedure? Like, who I, do people come in? Because people are always like, makeup harbor. Sorry. Makeup <laughs> artists always tell me, everyone comes, they're like, I just want something natural. And then they show a picture of Kim Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. People show you faces that Yes, they, they do. And I would say, Delusion. I, I would say Kim is still probably one of the most popular Face. faces that people bring in. You know, Bella. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people bring in Bella and Kendall. Mm-hmm. What do you do um, when people bring in a face like that? You're like, like, this, this is, is an international supermodel. $300,000. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's it's true. I, you know, I, I tell them, listen, we, I mean, it goes for everybody. All we can do is maximize the, the best thing to do, the safest thing to do, and the most effective thing to do is to maximize each individual's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's good for you is different for you is different for you. It's, yeah. it's, it's different for all of us to maximize our – so. I, I tell everybody, listen, I, I can make you look your best, but, you know, you don't want Kim's cheek because it won't work on you or you mm-hmm. don't want Bella's chin because it won't work on you or whatever. You know, I try yeah. to educate people as much as I can. No, it's true. And I remember I was uh, after we I know you guys have seen him, too, but um, I remember walking out of your place being like, oh, that's like some real truth tea. Because you're so honest. Do you know what I mean? Like, you go to different people and they're like, I can make you beautiful. And you're like, oh, my God, amazing. But, like, you sat down and you're like, here's the deal. Like, you f***ed with your face. Like, I can fix you a little, but I don't know how far I – you know. And there's a, a, a part of that honesty that is, is missing. So it's missing. refreshing. You know, it's refreshing because it's like I know that – when I go in to other people, like you can't make me Bella Hadid. Like you can, you can say you want to, but like that's not going to happen. And yeah. I always, I thought that was like actually really sweet. Uh, well, and I, I also, I also like that you have that mindset because it is kind of scary that as like a society, everybody's trying to look like three different faces. <laughs> so yeah. to be the best version of yourself is like a nice uh, way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to be Kim Kardashian. Yeah, right? I love that. Okay, yeah. so I don't know if you'll answer this. You don't have to name a name, but can you describe your most secretive celebrity <laughs> encounter with, like, a face surgery or something? Like, did you go in a back door? Did you have to wear a mask coming in? Did you go to their house? Did you go to their house? I'm sure you do house calls. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's it's all that. Yeah. I mean, all that. Yeah. House house calls at midnight. Um, office visits at midnight. Surgeries at midnight. I mean, all this stuff, like, you know, to avoid paparazzi yeah, and that right. kind of thing. Um, I had to do that. It was awkward. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Beck and I were like walking down the street like, I had a midnight like, chin filler. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a million different stories, but yeah, yeah, there's not one. It's, there's a lot, a lot. of that with that, yeah. with that particular clientele. Was there ever someone who came to you, someone super famous that wanted something 
that you really didn't want to give them. Yes, I'm really? sure all yes, the time. Yes, 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 yes. Do yeah, you it, do no, it? it happens. It happens. It happens from time to time. It happens with a lot of people, but yeah. with the super famous, it's it's happened That's a scary. few times. One person in particular, yes, a lot, and um, and uh, you know, it's it's hard. The thing is, these people never hear no. Sure. You know, they, it's, yeah. and it's hard to say no to somebody who, but I, I, you know, who I am. You know how I am. I'm honest with everybody, and I'm honest with them too and yeah. i would tell them I, I that's not a good idea and we can't do that right and so it's a it's a hard thing to say no to them but but yeah as a doing what i do i have to i have to give the straight scoop even as even if it's uncomfortable for me and it's going to be awkward but uh, i'm not going to do something that's not going to help somebody or potentially going to hurt somebody can right. you please tell me when the trend of overdone lip filler is going to end <sighs> It's you know, killing me. Yeah, it's uh, you see a lot of people with really full lips, what like overly full lips yeah. walking around, and and I don't know what's going on because I don't see those people. I really, I, I would well, you pe- do that? Like, would you if somebody came to you with overly full lips already and then wanted more lip filler? Like, would you do that, or do you have like a standard where you're like? I have a standard where enough is away. enough, yeah. and and ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time. I, I stop it where I want it, and and most and I'd say ninety nine percent of that those times the people that I'm doing for are like that's perfect, good, perfect. Right. Have you ever done someone's secret face in Hollywood and then been out at like Craig's or Catch and you have to pretend like you don't know each other because the husband doesn't know? And and, he, and oh. Craig's is actually a perfect example. It happens Craig's all the time. Is, for those of you oh. not in LA, Craig's is like a very fancy hubbub. Like it's where yeah. everyone you go. goes. You want to be seen. The paparazzi sits yeah. out yeah, there twenty four seven. And and I and I talked about this I think in a Hollywood Reporter. And and Craig's is uh, Craig's a good friend of mine, yeah. and we play golf together from time to time, and. And um, I and I was there, and and it was exactly at Craig's. It was it was on an awards night. I can't remember which one. This is probably three or four years ago, and there were three people in there that I had done recently, <laughs> and God. every one of them, uh, and I Saw know, you and, and then went white, like I have a like the <laughs> yeah. plague. I tell you, like I have yeah. a disease. Oh my you know? God. Like I like I, they. You're they, like Hollywood's secret boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they'll see me. They'll turn right away. And I totally understand because they don't want their <laughs> friend. How do you, friends. How, how do you know, know Dr. Diamond? Diamond? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or even like a pop, their paparazzi being like, huh? Yeah, yeah. really? Okay, yeah. they're saying yeah, hi. Yeah. So, so I know, uh, you know, I know not to say anything to anybody yeah. oh, so unless funny. they come to me first. And there's just even this was not a celebrity, but just a, a few months ago, I took my kids to Burger Lounge. We're at Burger Lounge, yeah. and I was sitting at the counter, facing the outside. So it's a big window to the yeah. outside, and literally not a foot away were tables right outside. Yeah. And someone I'd done a facelift on ten days beforehand, two weeks beforehand, was sitting literally a foot <laughs> oh from God. me in between the glass. That's so weird. And I'm looking at her, going, "Oh my God, she looks amazing." <laughs> but she didn't see me, and I wasn't about to go right, out there or sure. knock on the window sure. because it's me, I, like, your new right, face right, looks right, awesome. Right. And then I saw her a couple weeks later in the office. She goes, "You know, I saw you at, I saw you at Burger Lunch." I said, "You know, I didn't want to say anything." She said. She said, "Oh, I just didn't want to bother you. She, I would have been oh. okay, but but I I will right, never, never I'll no. never take that first step." So interesting. And then this other time, I was at Matsuhisa, which if anyone knows, yeah. it's like it's it's my favorite place. It's like the local, you know, it's mm-hmm. Nobu's original place, and there's always so big time people in there for the most part. And I was, and it's a very intimate little place. Yeah. And I was sitting at my table, and right next to me, again, a foot away, was an international patient that I take care of, who's a pretty big wig. Yeah. And we were facing each other. So I was facing no. north. She was facing south oh, right next to us. And she was with no. a friend. 
And it was so weird. And I knew I'm not going to say anything to her because I don't know don't if know. her friend knows. Yeah. So the whole time, for an hour and a half, we're just kind of looking at each other. Away. So finally, I text her. Nice. I said, I said, I'm not going to say anything. Don't worry. She said, okay, please. Thank you. Like, like, you oh, know, my so, God. Damn. Yeah, she didn't want her friend to know how she knew But, like, me. also, I just want to let you know do that you? I'm here and yeah. I do see you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> do you yeah. think that's changing? Like, I... I had reservations about maybe people knowing and being like, oh, she thinks she's so whatever, like I can't, you know. And then I was so open about doing the surgery with you, and then people were like, oh, my God, thank you for saying something because I know everyone's doing stuff, but no one talks about it. Yeah. But do you think that's changing with people like the Chrissies who's like, oh, I come in, and here I am, and I'm playing doctor for a day? I do. Yeah, I think that it's becoming it's becoming more and more mainstream and it has yeah. ever since I started. I mean, every year it seems like it becomes yeah. less and less and less taboo to talk right. about. So I think more and more people are talking about it. There's of course, certainly some who will never, well, will they, I mean, there's, I have one celebrity patient uh, who I can think of right off the top of my head who every single time I'm going to be at an event, I go to a fair sure. number of charity events and, sh- and we're often at the same ones. And every time, a week before whatever event I'm going to, she'll text me. Please don't remember. Don't say anything because I don't want my husband to know. Or I don't like. And, and every time, like a, every cow. time, like a week before an event, I, I'm like, I'm wondering when she's going to text me to tell me. That like is I'm like, so I know, funny. I know. I don't worry. I won't say anything. But like, yeah. So That's some amazing. people don't even want their their significant their others. significant others to know. And she is so. And I'm like, don't worry. You're I'm, like, I got, I got it. I you know. Now is it a hard thing? To walk around and be able to look at everyone's face and be like, ooh, I could do something with those cheekbones. Like, everywhere you go, you're like a Mario Kart. Like, you're running around town being like, it's so nice to meet you, girl at the restaurant. Yeah. I could really bump up that chin for you. Like, yeah. it's got to be hard. Can you turn your brain off? I, I can turn it off. And I like I, – and I, but it, it is like um, sometimes when I see something that I know will look so good, it's almost like – have you a already done it on us that you today? just want to itch it, you know, and you yeah. can't like, get Let me to, just yeah. put a little bit of filler yeah, in there yeah, right, right now. Hey, Jack, it's good to see you again. Yeah, we could go up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be hard, though, because you can't shut it off. Yeah, no, I can shut it off, but the thing is I, I, I can. I mean, when, you know, I can turn I up, but I, li- I like mm-hmm. – it's just – it's 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 what I'm here to do. I know it's what I've been put on this planet to do, so – I just I love I love thinking about it. I love talking about it. People will come up to me at parties or wherever. Is and that say, annoying? I, no. Well, they always say I don't. Want, I, like, it's my favorite thing. It's it's yeah. one of the only things I'm good at. So I like to talk <laughs> about it. You know, like <laughs> like I really like to talk about. I, right. I love talking about it because it's something that I'm. Because I always assumed it would know? be annoying that everywhere you go, people are like, "What should I do to my face?" And you're like, "Oh my God, pay me the goddamn consultation." <laughs> you're like, bitch. "Yeah." <laughs> Like, I can schedule call Tammy. She's right behind me. (laughs) You know, no? Yeah, yeah. I enjoy talking about it. But every now and then, the funny thing about it, it's a double edged sword because people often come up to me at at wherever in social settings and say, So, what do you think? What would you do? And I'd be like, I'm like, for the before, when this first started happening 15 years ago, I'd be, I'd be like, okay, we do this, this, and this. Yeah. And I, I offended a fair number of people. Sure. They'd be like, because I yeah. guess they expected me to say, oh, you're perfect. You don't need anything. Right. So now, so after that happened for the hundredth time, now when people say it, I'll say, do you, are you sure you want to talk about it? Like, you know, yeah. you really want to know what I think. And then if they say yes, then I'll tell them, yeah, this is what I think would benefit you. I would never offer it up unless they come ask me. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's it, a slippery slope. Too. I offended a fair <laughs> number of people who asked me because 
Right. They didn't really want to know. They didn't really want to know. I don't know what they then why they ask. It's like when they when I ask my husband, do you like my new haircut? (laughs) Yeah, right. Don't ask him. He wants your hair long. Don't ask. Stop cutting it. (laughs) (laughs) No good answer. Um, I wanted to ask you for our girls. Listen, not everyone who listens to the show around the world is going to be able to come to Beverly Hills and get in with you because how long is your wait list? Like four years or something, right? Four years sounds about right. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy though, right? Tammy, how long is your wait list? I should schedule my facelift now. Yeah. That's what you're telling I've me. I literally oh, thought about Oh, my God. We've got to think like 15 years of Yeah. Advance. It's like I'm not pregnant yet, but I'm signing my kids up <laughs> yeah. for preschool. Yeah. 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 Um, wait, we should all get facelift. Well, well, the key together. is for anybody, the secret is you need to know Tammy. Oh, Tammy, Tammy is the We all have Tammy's number, If you so know Tammy, fine. you're good. You're good. Yeah. Um, Tammy's going to write a book one day. <laughs> it's going to be good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, but for all the the women and men listening around the world, what are the things that they should look for when they're going to find the person? Like they yeah. want to go do something. Yeah. Everyone's always like, I mean, obviously we know we're not grouponing our Botox. Yes, like, fine. That's one. The but girls correct. don't know that. So, so okay. here, so my, my biggest tip would be this at a minimum, you want to make sure your doctor is board certified in the specialty you are interested in. Now that's in this day and age, it still surprises me. People don't even understand what to ask for. A lot of doctors might be board certified in OBGYN, right? But they're OB, they're board certified in OBGYN, but that doesn't mean they're board certified in facial surgery. Mm-hmm. You want if you're doing facial work, you want someone who's board certified in facial plastic surgery. If you are doing tummy tuck or breast augmentation, you want someone who's board certified in body general plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. If you're doing heart surgery, you want someone who's board certified in cardiothoracic surgery. Mm-hmm. If you're doing your knee. You want someone board certified in orthopedic surgery. So I'll hear a lot of people say, yeah, I went to him. He was board certified. And you look and you look into it and they were board certified OBGYNs, but they did the facelift. It didn't work out right. Ooh, it's like, it's is like, that even legal so, so to do? It is legal. It's legal. Not... It's legal, but it doesn't mean. So I would tell everyone, make sure your doctor is board certified in your specialty. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting my heart worked on, I'm, I'm not going to a board-certified neurologist right. to do my heart surgery, even right. though legally they could. I'm going to a board-certified cardiothoracic surgeon. Understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that would be – now, that's at least a baseline. You know that that doctor is at least has had a baseline sure. of training and passing the, the appropriate exams. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the best at it, but at least you know they've had to pass a certain amount of exams and a certain amount of training. Right. And beyond that, you know, someone with a good reputation who, who, if ideally you know some people who went, went to, to that them. person yeah. and got good results. But the first thing I would do is make sure they're board certified in the specialty that you mm-hmm. are are looking even into. for injectables, right? I would even do it for injectables. The so thing no is, no medi spas, no look, nurses. You know, here's here's what I would say. The thing about injectables are that, in general. People do real well with them. Mm-hmm. However, the complications that can occur from injectables can be more drastic, more devastating, mm-hmm. and more dangerous than even surgical complications can be. Mm-hmm. A- and the main complications that can occur, if the filler is injected into an artery, it's called then becomes what's called an embolus, and that filler could travel into the brain and cause a stroke. It oh could travel God. into the eye and cause blindness. It could travel into an artery that feeds a certain area of skin and cause loss to that area of skin. Ooh. So in town now, there are stories and real people, because I know, because they've called my office to see if I can help, 
who have gone blind from filler, who have lost their nose from filler, who have lost areas of their skin. It's, it can be extremely devastating results. If you, if it's not done with significant knowledge of the facial anatomy. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm only letting a facial plastic surgeon who understands where all the nerves, blood vessels, arteries are. That's the only person injecting my face. Um, you know, I, I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus, yeah. and I'm sure, you know, some. I, I'm just telling you, that's who's injecting me, someone who knows where those vessels are to avoid, mm-hmm. because all the complications that I have heard about have all been completely preventable had the the um, offending mm-hmm. anatomy had not been jeopardized, and it was just put in the wrong place. You know what I mean? And so those things are very unlikely to happen by somebody who really has an understanding of the anatomy. And as a facial surgeon, we're in there every day. I know exactly where those are because I'm looking at them. I'm operating on them. I see them under the skin. And so so for me, I'm having someone with that kind of expertise do my injections. Who's going to do your facelift? Well, it's a good question. (laughs) He's just going in there himself. He's like, I'm going under and do it yourself. I've got a few people in mind. Uh, Probably a few years. Uh, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Um, uh, Dr. Diamond has an amazing Instagram. If you love this kind of stuff and you're interested and curious or you just want to see him like Dude, the sculpting is like watching himself, which is amazing. It's literally magic. Yeah, it's magical. You can follow him at Dr. Jason Diamond. It's the Diamond Facial Institute if you want to go online, if you're interested. And you can send him messages, and they always respond. And um, it's just awesome to watch you work. And I, my favorite thing, like I said, is when you, you're like, well, I got to try it myself. And then you're like, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I got to fight the battle, too. It seems aggressive. Um, but we let, thank you for my new face. It's changed my life. And I can't can't wait to come and see you soon. Good to see you, Tammy. And uh, I guess that's the end. And we'll see see you you next Tuesday. Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening. And make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We have new episodes of Lady Gang every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow us on social media at The Lady Gang. Uh, Follow us personally at Kelty, most importantly, at Becca and at Jack Bannock. And we will see you next Tuesday.